Welcome back to Quarantine Mamas Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Jump, and today I actually have a guest with me. So she is going to be my guest host. It's my sister, Cynthia Regalado-Smith, who is actually going to be interviewing me while I do my story or while I share my story with you guys. So say hey to everybody, sissy. Hello, hello, everyone. Quarantine Mama family. I'm super excited to be here. Super pumped. So let me go ahead and uh, do this disclaimer really quick. Uh, my <laughs> sister's crazy, and um, so she she has a mouth of a sailor, but that's okay because that's why we love her. I'll try to rein it in in case <laughs> there are some listeners who are not as you know colorful as I am. But I'm super pumped. I've actually never done a podcast before, so I get to uh, cross this off my bucket list. I'm currently in the car in my garage. And um, so that I can get some quiet time um, from the hustle and bustle that is my house. I got my glass of rosé. I have a full belly of food. I just finished watching an amazing episode of (laughs) Yellowstone. And I'm ready to do the damn thing. So let's get started. All right. Well, you are the interviewee. You are the host. So... Well, I guess you're the interviewer, not really the interviewee. Right, you're the interviewee. So I'm yeah. the, right. All right. Well, let's do the thing. <laughs> All right. So I'm super excited that we actually get time to like kind of talk about this because I've always had some questions surrounding your birth stories, and Ooh, I think that yeah. this is just an op- like a great opportunity for us to kind of chat about it. So sure. I. I want to know more about both of your birth stories and how they relate to each other and how they are different from each other. Because I, I've always heard that each uh, birth or child that you have yeah. can be wildly different um, in terms of just like what you experience in your birth journey. So first, let's start off with at what point did you think you were pregnant? And let's start off with Landon since he's your okay. oldest. And then we can kind of talk about how you found out you were pregnant with Elena. Oh, gosh. Okay, so with Landon. I know. Yikes. Reach into your memory. Yeah, that was nine, almost 10 years ago that I, I, um, Crazy. that I had him. So I guess with Landon. So with Landon, I was on the birth control pill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was taking it religiously. I've been on it for a few years. Um, I mean, I was like on my A game with those pills, right? Yeah. yeah. So I got down to, I guess what they call them, the sugar pills. Uh And, and that, at that point I was like, okay, I know I'm about to start my period. Like Mm -hmm. almost done with that weekend of the sugar pills or whatever they call them and, and nothing. So I'm like, interesting. Okay. And how long had you been on them already? I had been on... So I got pregnant with Landon, shoot, when, like, in my 20s. I wasn't even 21 yet when I had him. I think I had him at at the age of 20. So I was pregnant with him when I was 19. But I had been on them since, for, like, over a year. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. And so um, it wasn't anything new. I didn't change brands or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I realized, I was like, well, I'm not starting my period. So let me go ahead and... Um, just take a pregnancy test. At the time, I was living in Colorado because um, I was married to Landon's father at the time. Mm-hmm. And we, um, oh, I say we, I went to the dollar store because I'm like, okay, pregnancy <laughs> tests are expensive. <laughs> hey, so, those dollar, those dollar tree uh, pregnancy yeah. tests actually work. They, they do. do. They do. I bought five of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So I got, I got five of them because I was like, okay, odds are, like, how cheap are these? Maybe they'll give me a false positive or something. So I want to make yeah. sure. No, that Peed makes sense. on all five. I did all five. Did at once? Did no, because the ones at the Dollar Tree or Dollar Store or whatever, they, you have to drop your pee into, so they give you, like, a little dropper. Oh, so okay. I, like, just yeah. peed in a cup and then uh-huh. just, you know, did that thing. So I did that, found out I was pregnant. I was, like, not sure how I felt about it at the time just because simply I was 19 years old just moved to Colorado just had gotten married and I was like crap what am I gonna do yeah so that's how I ended up finding out that I was pregnant with Landon then like with Elena um I had took out my birth control because I was in the process of because this time I was using the Mirena and I was in the process of doing the switch out 
because mm-hmm. I have had been on it for a few years and after a few years you have to get it switched out to get a new one put in right so doctor's office was like you know we thought we had it but we didn't have it after they had already like taken it out and I'm like you know what it's fine not a big deal we'll be careful we'll watch what we're doing right um, <laughs> right uh-huh. that's what everybody always says uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> Yeah, so like I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'll just give my body a little bit of a cleanse and then I'll get back on it, right? Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Wasn't the end of the world. Well, then I guess it kind of was because <laughs> I have an app where I log all my uh, menstrual cycles and, you know, and everything like that. And it'll tell me when's a good time that you're ovulating and when uh-huh. you should avoid having sex and things sure. like that. So, so you were using that. The real I was method, using I think, that. is what they call that. Uh Yeah. And so, um, I I mean, I was using that thing religiously yeah. and so it kept telling me, it's like, Oh, you're going to start your period tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And usually my periods always start in the middle of the night. And if I'm not prepared for it, then I'm, I mean, TMI, but I bleed all over the damn place. Okay. Oh man. Like a murder scene. Got it. Okay. Exactly. So I prepared the night before and then (laughs) I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, great. Here we go. I'm going to start my period. No period. No period. So I'm like, interesting. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just take a test. This happened with Landon. Let me do it with Elena. Uh And so peed on a stick. And when I tell you that strip turned pink so fast, it freaked me out that I pulled the test out from when I was peeing on it. And then it was like, oh, crap. I hadn't been there for that. So I stuck it back down there to pee on it some more. (laughs) But it was already it was already turning positive at that it point. It was already positive. Those that tests is... had never that had never happened to me. I've never taken a pregnancy test where the strips like the pee strip turns right. a different color. Uh, and so uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> like, so I in my we scientific careful. in my scientific mind, because I'm just like my mind is going away with me here. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, with Elena, in order for that to happen, you would have had to have high levels of HCG, which is what it tests for, right? Yep. That's that's the hormone. That's what it was, yep. That it tests for you t- to tell you whether you're pregnant or not. So in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm, you must have been pregnant for some time before it actually yeah. resulted in a positive test. So mm-hmm. my next question to you is, did you not feel any different? Did you not feel off? It was just the, the red flag. The only red flag that you got was, oh, I'm supposed to start my period and I didn't start it. Is that it the- for both of your pregnancies? So with Landon, I didn't feel any different. I wasn't sick. I wasn't um, at, the, at the beginning of it. But once I found out I was pregnant with both the kids, it was like a, it was all downhill. It was just a shit storm from there. But <laughs> um, with like with Landon, I didn't feel any different. I mean, I had like literally no idea that I was pregnant with Elena. The only thing that was different was just that I was starting to get more uncomfortable, like sitting and laying down. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I was at a Mary Kay meeting cause I do sell Mary Kay. So I was at a Mary Kay meeting with my director and I just, I could not stay sitting down. And so she was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, Crystal, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Like, I'm just like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel so weird and uncomfortable. Anxious and so, maybe, maybe anxious would be a better word for it. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. Mm-hmm. And so, but I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, you know, we're being careful. We're, you know, we're using protection still, even though I didn't have my Marina in, um, right. you know, like it's, you pull out game, you know, the whole nine yards, but yeah, obviously that didn't work. So, <laughs> um, nice. then I ended up being pregnant with Lena and I, yeah, it was, oh. but I don't feel like they were really different other than that. Other than just when I was pregnant with Elena, it was just weird, weird. at the beginning. Uh-huh. Very right. weird. Yeah. See, that's that's way different from like my my first red flag was not for both of my pregnancies was not that I missed my period because it's not uncommon for me to miss my periods. Yeah. Even go a month or two um, without having them because I have polycystic ovary um, polycystic ovaries. What is it? Syndrome. Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PCOS. So it's yes, PCOS. For those of you who know what I'm talking about. Your periods are all over the place and you have lots of different, um, sometimes you have spotting, other times you just don't have a period. So that wasn't my first red flag for me. I knew immediately when I was pregnant with my two kids because I felt completely different, completely. Like all of the energy was sucked out of me. 
and mm-hmm. I just could not I just felt tired and run down and just completely off and that yeah. is when I decided okay let's take a test let's just see what's going on here and then that's when I found out I, I <laughs> immediately like felt something off yeah no see I didn't feel any of that I just felt weird like it was just so different with Elena at the beginning like it just wasn't the same like with Landon because I remember being pregnant with Landon like once once I found out I was pregnant because I had to go to the oh so I was we were living on a military base um, which was Fort Carson and so I had to go to the military hospital because that's where the OB was at and um, they were like, well, we need you to go to the lab to take a pregnancy test just to confirm. And I'm like, look, I peed on five things. Like, do I really yeah. have to do that? And they're like, no, it's protocol. So I'm like, whatever. Right. But at this protocol. time, I'm still just trying to process, like, how the heck right. am I going to do this? Yeah. And so when they were like, congratulations, Mrs. Exactly. Gonzalez, you're, you know, you're, um, oh my God, you're pregnant. And I just remember looking at her and I'm just like, well, shit. And I well, grabbed the test and I what walked am I gonna out. do now? Hadn't yeah. told mom, by the way. Like I that, hadn't told mom yet. That leads me into my next question. So we're <laughs> this is a great segue into the next question. When did you immediately tell your significant other at I mean for both, right? Yeah. That you were pregnant. So did you keep it to yourself? Did you go, oh my God, oh shit? Were you running around the, the apartment or the house? Like, what am I gonna do? Because mind you, I'm, I'm very curious about your response to this question because yeah. if, yeah, like you had mentioned your first pregnancy, you were miles and miles away from home. You were in Colorado. You were by yourself away from any yeah. friends, any family, mm-hmm. any kind of support system. You just had um, Landon's dad. So yeah. talk me through what your emotions were like, oh shit, we did you have no <laughs> shit moment? Yeah. So when I did the test, the at-home test with Landon. Um, I remember just calling his dad and being like, Hey, and he, he immediately in the sound of my voice, he's like, what's wrong? What happened? And I'm like, I am pregnant. So I just told him straight up over the phone mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm on my way home. Oh. So he left and he left work. Um, they mm-hmm. were already getting off anyway. Cause I had did it later in the evening when I took a test. And he was already getting off and coming home. And he was super excited. I mean, he, he was like, I'm so excited. I can't wait. We're going to have a kid. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I'm just like, like right. yeah, woo. Completely <laughs> felt different about the whole thing. Were okay. you not, were, were you kind of just still in shock or were you worried um, about how you were going to do this? Like what was going through your mind? I don't know if it was necessarily me being in shock. I think my, the way I think it just goes out like, I don't want to, I can't just live in that now moment. I'm thinking of everything that's ahead. That's like, coming ahead. how yeah. are we going to do this? Yeah. You know? And so then I called mom mm-hmm. um, or I told him, I was like, well, let's, let's call my parents and then we'll call your parents and we'll let them know. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, let me get to a doctor's appointment first before we tell them anything. I said, right. I don't want to, to jump the gun. Right. You I was like, and I confirm yeah. everything. Right. And he was like, oh, well, my whole platoon knows about it all. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, "Okay, well, just don't tell anybody else because we haven't told anybody. They can't post anything. They can't say anything. Like, just keep Mm -hmm. it completely to yourself. And he's like, "Okay, okay." Mm -hmm. So, of course, like fast forward, because I mean, obviously, me and Landon's dad are no longer married. We got married way too young. That's a whole nother yeah. Topic for another podcast, but um, <laughs> for another episode of Quarantine Mamas. Yes. Um, but with Elena, it was different. Like, so of course, I was like, okay, this is really happening. You know, at this point, I'm older. We're already married. You know, yeah. We, we have a house together. We, you know, we're doing our thing. We've been living together. So I'm just like, okay, like this, this is not how it was supposed to happen, but it happened and it's fine. It is what it is. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to, you know, this is my moment. I'm going to record his reaction. It's going to be great. He's going to be excited. (laughs) So I position the phone. Uh And for y'all that don't know my husband, he is very um, 
what's the word? He's just quiet. There's really, like, he doesn't really give off a lot of emotion. He's He's very reserved. Yes, reserved. He, you know, doesn't mean that he's not over the moon excited or anything. He just doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to be like, I don't know how to take this expressionless face that you have right now. (laughs) Which is pretty much what I got. So I, you know, again, have this, (laughs) have the camera positioned. I hit record and I'm like, babe, because I'm in the bedroom. He's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, babe. And he comes running back in. He was like, what's wrong? And so I was like, I just showed him the test. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, what is it? What does that mean? <laughs> and okay, y'all, this is a digital test that states pregnant. Like it, mm-hmm. it's as clear as day. It yeah. in letters says pregnant. And so I'm like, what do you mean? What does it mean? It means we're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you know what pregnant well, I means? It doesn't mean that I'm pregnant with emotion. It means exactly. that I'm pregnant with a baby. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And he's just like, well, are you sure? And I'm like, in my head, I'm kind of like, bitch, really? Like, yes, I'm sure it freaking says it on the test. Like, do you want me to go chug a gallon of water and pee on another one? And uh-huh. he's just kind of like, well, when did when did this happen, and and how does this happen? And I'm like, oh my god, okay. And I'm it's like, you know what? And this is exactly what I told him. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just stop this recording because I thought this was gonna be a magical moment, and it was <laughs> not. <laughs> no, you should have just kept it rolling because that's real life. I mean, sometimes you just catch these rare Yo, moments where he felt so bad afterwards. Oh. Well, he was like, I'm just like, you know what? It's it is what it is. Um clearly I'm excited here. You're in shock, which I understand. Yeah. It's his first kid. Um, the first grandparent baby for his side of the family, like with yeah. his mom and stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like a big deal. Now, granted, we had yeah. always talked about having kids, you know. I sure I have always said Landon was my one and done. And then I met him and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I will, you know, sacrifice my body. Yeah. Yeah. And give him (laughs) one more. And then, and then after that, it's one and done. And then after that, that's it. Yeah. We're done. (laughs) We're two and done. (laughs) Well, we got our boy, we got a girl. You got to cut him some slack. I mean, that's the first time. And especially also my next question, um, to piggyback off of that was going to be, you know, was this a complete shock because you had been on your Morena and then I'm sure that you've had discussions about when you were going to have babies. And then all of a sudden this kind of came out of nowhere where it wasn't really planned. And so did it you just caught him off guard? Did you guys kind of yeah. have a, a specific date in mind whenever you got together and you got married? Okay, let's try after a year or two years after we do this and this and this. How was that? I wanted to get pregnant after we went on our cruise because at that point we had already paid for a cruise for February for the following year. And I was like, you know what, let's just get through that. And then, you know, if I'll get the Marina taken out again. Now my doctor, because um, I had been on the Marina for so long, my OB was so certain that I was not going to get pregnant right away right away um uh, he's like you yeah. know it'll take some time for it to kind of like clean out your body so just keep that in mind and I'm just mm-hmm. like well yeah but that still doesn't guarantee that I'm not going to get pregnant which obviously it didn't because I did yeah um but I wasn't I really wasn't in shock I mean mm-hmm. I was just more like I guess I was just more excited but then of course I was like also scared in the back of my mind is like how sick am I gonna get because with both my pregnancies I was mm-hmm. so incredibly sick yeah um Landon his my morning sick it wasn't even morning it was like all day like mm-hmm. I remember being sick with him where I couldn't even keep any like water down where I had to get admitted into the hospital because my OB had to admit me mm-hmm. and um and they had to like pump me with fluids and then they finally gave me like three different types of nausea medicine. I, yeah. I only had to take the Zofran because that was the only one that worked. But after I got that nausea medicine, I was actually able to eat. Now mm-hmm. with Elena, no. Yeah, oh, I feel girl. like you're, 
I feel like your uh, morning sickness and your just overall symptoms were a lot worse with her than the, with yeah. The so with uh, so with Elena, I was so so sick that I I mean, Finagrin wasn't working, Reglan wasn't working, Zofran wasn't working. Um, I had to get put on a special type of nausea medicine, which of course is not covered by your insurance. Yes, I know um, what you're talking about. I can't remember the name a, of it. Bonjesta was the one that I had to get. Mm-hmm. And you take it at night, it knocks you out, which was great for me because I was so freaking tired all the time and I couldn't yeah. sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, and then even with her, like I, I never had any other issues with Landon other than just being sick. Mm-hmm. That ended after my first trimester. Once I got out of my first trimester, it was like smooth sailing from there. With yeah. Elena, it was like a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember with her, I um, I just woke up one morning, went to the bathroom, toilet filled with blood. Oh, yes. I remember and that. Yeah. It was the worst thing ever. And I'm not talking about like it was just a couple dribbles of spotting mm-hmm. here and there. Like it was a toilet filled with blood. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what the heck was going on and I just remember like okay because then I started feeling like some cramping so of course immediately my brain is going to yeah we're losing the baby yeah we're, we're losing the baby that's it like how mm-hmm. how I don't even know what I, what happened what did I do wrong you know and so um I remember calling Dustin and he, I guess he heard the panic in my voice so he came running into the room we still were trying to get landed to school Mm-hmm. And so I called his grandma and I was like, hey, I was, you know, I was like, I need you to meet me at the hospital. I need you to come and get Landon from us from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so she, of course, was like, I'll be there in just a minute. Like, just give me just a minute and I will, I'll, I'll meet y'all there. So she pulled up to the front, met us there. We, you know, gave him, gave her to Landon mm-hmm. or gave Landon to her. And then um, so she could take him to school. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me and she's just like, is it the baby? And I was like, yes. And she just says, go, just go get checked out. Yeah. So I remember going in, I remember calling you, I remember calling Dustin's mom, mm-hmm. you know, he called, Dustin actually called his mom and um, I called you and mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. And then like not even within what, an hour, everybody is there. Yeah. And so I'm just like. Pretty fast. Yeah. And so we got, you know. We got checked out. Everything was fine. It turned out that I ended up having, like, for some reason, I had a blood clot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a couple of blood clots that were... Yeah, because you just, had a couple of episodes of that bleeding. I did. Like, and I'm not talking about, like, just, like I said, no spotting of this. I'm talking about, like, I would bleed through pads. Like, mm-hmm. the heavy, thick pads. I would bleed through them. Yeah. And I would have to take a change of clothes to work because it would always happen to where I would bleed through my pad Ugh. and then it would end yeah. up all over my pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that was just crazy for me just because it's like, okay, this is not... Because, you know, when you're at the hospital, they're like, well, this, you know, bleeding is starting to become more of a common symptom during pregnancy. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shut up. You're not making me feel any better. Um, Yeah, I remember going to a a doctor's appointment with you and you were just, you weren't very satisfied with anything they were telling you because they were just like, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it, you know, it's, as the baby grows, it's pushing these blood clots out, you know, um, out of your cervix and, you know, and that's why you're passing the blood clots and you were just sitting there like, no, 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 this is not supposed to happen, this, it was almost like, this is not a part of my birth plan, you know? Right. I, I don't right. I wasn't expecting to experience any of this. And I remember the look on your doctor's face, like, okay, Melissa, let's just go ahead and talk about this. What is it that you're afraid of? What is it that yeah. you are just most afraid of? And I remember your answer being, I'm afraid that I'm gonna pass this baby in the toilet and I'm not even gonna know that I've lost yeah. it. And yeah. they just basically told you that is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's not. <laughs> it was because the blood clots were so big and like, this is really gross. So if this grosses anybody out, sorry, but like they were <laughs> thick and nasty looking and they yeah. were gooey. And I mean, it was just, it was right. horrible. So I'm thinking, okay, the baby's going to be curled up in this blood clot. Yeah. And so- but at that point, I mean, at that, 
I think it was kind of a little bit of comical um, looking back on it now. Yeah. The, the doctor was like, okay, you can clearly see your you have a fully formed baby in here. We just did an ultrasound. The baby's yeah. waiting and moving around. You're not going to freaking pass this thing in the yeah. toilet and you would just like, you know, oh, oops, I didn't know what just happened. That's not. I just no. flushed my baby down the toilet. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's literally not, like, what was going through my head. No, it's not going to happen without, you would have to birth the baby at yeah. that point. Yeah, it, yeah. And that's what he told me. And he he yeah. reassured me. He's just like, if you need to, just keep coming. If you have right. some yeah. worries and this and that now. And it was like, okay. And I did end up going back maybe like once or twice. And then Dustin finally had to sit me down like, look, this has to stop. You're going to be okay. The baby's right. fine. Mm-hmm. Just, we need, just calm down. Like the bleeding will mm-hmm. stop. And eventually it did stop. Mm-hmm. You know, but it took almost my whole second trimester, I think it was my first and second trimester where it was just nonstop bleeding. And I yeah. was just, you know, even then I was like, I'm just so angry. I'm like, why, why do I have like, and I'm showing at this point. Yeah. Having to go to the store and buying pads. Mm-hmm. And I remember one lady at Walgreens was like, why are you buying these? And I'm just <laughs> looking at her like. Bitch, that's a rude Do you want to know? Like, I'm freaking bleeding <laughs> while I'm myself, pregnant. That's why. You know, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, I'm just like the boldness of her question. Just yeah. I'm just like, okay, look you know, here. I've, I've heard of people actually saying that some, um, like, I knew just one lady who was like very far along in her pregnancy and she never lost a period. Like, she always had it. And yeah. you know how, that's how normal people find out that they're pregnant. Oh, you, you stop having your period. Well, this one lady right. didn't know that she was pregnant until like way, way far along down into her pregnancy when she was gaining mm-hmm. lots of weight and actually felt movement and like the baby moving in her stomach. And then that's yeah. when they found out, oh, you're pregnant. But she's like, how can that be? I'm having periods every single month. So it's a thing. Yeah. It's very it's rare, but I think it's, it's a, a thing. thing. Yeah. It was a thing. And so it's having blood clots. So if any of you mamas are out there and y'all have got blood clots and y'all are passing blood, and y'all, you know, you're being told it's just a normal thing. It is. Just don't, don't freak out like I did. <laughs> no, so. or freak out. I mean, everybody's birth story is, is different. Yeah. It's, it's understandable. They're all different. Your body is changing and it's doing amazing things. And that's why I feel like women are just, are, are cut out for this and we're built for it because we're amazing. Right. Our bodies are just so strong and we can bring life into this world. It's just amazing yeah. how god made us and uh yeah, for sure. i would like to see a guy go through that for real because i'm telling you i'm telling you but you know what dustin was a rock star with yes me being pregnant with elena like he stepped up through and through like yeah i was very blessed mm-hmm. to have him as my baby daddy yes. so <laughs> you did good you did good sissy i did I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Finally, you got it Finally. right. But anyway, I got it right. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> My next question, let's just go ahead and move on. Okay. So what was your initial expectation of preparing for this baby? Or yeah, but I can't really say that about Landon. With the pandemic. So let's just kind of yeah. switch gears a little bit. Let's start with Elena's story is around the pandemic. That so... Was like- what are your what are your thoughts and like what are your memories around that whole thing so I remember when that we went on our cruise um and then we came back now when we went on our cruise in February that's when everyone was kind of really starting to hear more about COVID-19 yeah Mm -hmm. and I mean we still didn't really know anything about it but as soon as I got back to work it was literally like hey yeah the government shut us down like mm-hmm. where everybody's having to shut down. So it was completely trying to like switch gears. And I just remember, you know, um, they were like, everyone has to wear masks at work. And then mm-hmm. um, it, my concern was, you know, cause at that point I was working for a GI doctor and um, I was the manager there. And I mean, we were in the middle of trying to figure out who we were going to lay off because we had to do layoffs and, you know, right. because we're laying these people off. Okay. Does that mean that I'm the one that has to go into the room with these patients? Because of course I'm, I'm yeah. almost ready to, you know, not ready to pop, but I was, you know, pr- far along to where I'm just like, okay, how, if I get sick, how is this going to affect my baby? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be in a room with a person who I don't know and who mm-hmm. refuses to wear a mask. Like right. I, just, I, I you know, I, I was not comfortable in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I ended up having to go on medical leave um, from my doctor. And so I was just like, look, sorry, it's just what's going to have to happen. Um, You know, and I ended up doing the whole unemployment thing. So I kind of got to stay home for most of the pregnancy up until birth. And it was actually pretty nice just because I was able to help with Landon and do, you know, whatever schoolwork he needed to get done. Um, And I was able to do stuff around the house. Like we were able to repaint the rooms and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was able to put her nursery together and get furniture put in. Now, the only thing I couldn't really do because Justin didn't want me going is to the stores. He yeah. did not want me in or around people, period. And so I'm yeah. like, well, you know, they have this little time in the morning where they allow old people and, oh. you know, people with right. high health risks to go into the store. So if I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, can I go? Um, did he let because- you? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, absolutely not. He's like, you're going to sit your ass at home. Well, so, you know, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that because back yeah. then we didn't have vaccines yet and you we wouldn't didn't. have been able to get a vaccine because we didn't know what it was going to do and right. we didn't know if people were going to turn into zombies and whatnot. You know, so, that's a legit fear. It was a legit fear. I'm like, here I mean, we go. Because yeah. you, you yeah. don't know what, we didn't know anything about it. We didn't no, we know, didn't. you know, and so, um, you know, we were also, we had to cancel our, you know, the baby shower um, I, oh, because, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I was so mad. Um, yeah, I was because sad. Because I'm like, this was a, you know, we did a gender reveal for yes. Elena. We did not do it with Lane, but we did a gender reveal with Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that was pretty nice um, because we did that before COVID had hit. That was good. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's when we found out we were having a girl. So I was so excited because I'm like, yeah, we get to pick a theme. We get to, right. you know, there's going to be so much stuff we're going to get, you know, because we, we have a really big family sure. and yeah. we all bless each other through and through. So mm-hmm. I mean, you would have got some really good so, gifts. I mean, oh, yeah. it would have been awesome for a girl. Awesome. Everyone goes crazy. Exactly. First girl in the family, because I have two boys. You were the yep. first girl. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was yep. such a tragedy. I was like, oh my gosh, that we can't get together as a family and enjoy this nope. beautiful baby that was on its way. It was I just... know. We were so, <sighs> so, I was so upset. I yeah, just I, remember I, being like, how are I we going to, now we have to like scrounge up some extra money. And yeah. I mean, we were, we either way, we were still blessed. We still had a bunch of people that did, um, like, didn't they you do went a drive? Yeah, didn't you do a drive-through type of thing? No, I didn't. I uh, was everybody kept wanting me to do that, oh, but right. Dustin did not feel like that was an appropriate thing for us to do because he just kind of felt like he took it more as people were just going to drive by, drop off a gift, and then buy. Which I'm like, yeah. that's the whole point. That's to drive the whole point. by. Yeah, they don't have times. to come and drop off a gift if they don't want to come and drop off a gift, but it gives them opportunity. It's something fun, and he's just like, no, I I want to spend time with people if they give us a gift so and I'm like okay I get that maybe COVID wasn't a thing right and so um, we didn't end up doing that now my Mary Kay director and a group of girls they came and dropped off a bunch of stuff for us so we ended up either way we ended up with mounds and mounds full of crap so Mm -hmm. it was awesome Um, but which half the things I'm like what the heck do I do with this because I'm a boy mom and a boy aunt and we, we don't have girls. So I'm like, what do you put this? What is, is this like a bow? Is it like <laughs> little, little, little piggies that you, and they're like, no, you put it on her feet. And I'm like, oh, and you're like, I, it. It. Oh. I, I had to look it up. I didn't get it. I yeah, didn't get didn't it. Get I'm just like, I don't. It's so different when you're yeah. dressing up a little boy and then you're dressing up a little girl. Oh, it's just completely, completely so two, different. Two things, yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, so we. So that I mean, that's pretty much how we ended up preparing. I mean, it was really just me. I was able to be at home. That was the only difference, um, yeah. just because I was high risk. So. Right, right. No, I think it all happened like it was supposed to. I mean, during COVID times, it's super scary. We didn't really know what it was and what it was going to do if you got exposed. It was a major, major concern of mine um, because you you do work with patients and you you do patient care. So it was yeah. definitely a concern on my part. I was like, how is this? How is she going to keep this baby safe? Because we really didn't right. know. 
um, how that was, what it was going to do, right. uh, much less what it would do to a pregnant baby. So, or a pregnant yeah. person. Person, person carrying a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. So, what about uh, if we have enough time? Just go ahead and tell me just a mm-hmm. little bit because one bad thing about this whole COVID thing was they shut down the hospital. So family yes. couldn't be around when you were when you went into labor and when you were actually going in to have the baby. We were completely out of the loop. We couldn't be there with you. We couldn't support you. We couldn't go and mm-hmm. visit and love on the baby the way we would normally um, have done like we did yeah. with Landon. We couldn't be there. And so we were completely out of the loop and we were um, just uh, waiting for any mm-hmm. news on whether you had the baby. We were just glued to ourselves. <laughs> Me and mom had a bridge line with all of the family. Like, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? No, I haven't yep. heard anything. <laughs> and we were waiting for Dusty. And I get it. You guys were in the thick of it, right? You were trying to have yeah. a baby. You were going through contractions and doing all those things. But we relied on him giving us any for word on communication. Right. Yeah. And then there was like a good 45 minutes, almost nearly an hour, where we heard nothing. <laughs> I'm like, is this, is is my sister alive? Has she had the baby? Like, I need someone to tell me something. Like, one word, <laughs> everything is fine. Um, we're just, you know, having time with, I don't know exactly what I was expecting. I just, I was upset that I wasn't getting any kind of news. And we were just pacing back and forth. And um, we couldn't really FaceTime you or anything. I, yeah. I think after the fact, we kind of FaceTime a little bit. So take us through a little bit of how that was, how th- this delivery during pandemic times differed widely, oh, I'm sure. It from was so different. Yeah, yeah, so different. So I didn't know I was even going to go and have the baby th- that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just remembered it was going to be... Um, you know, a doctor, normal doctor's visit. It was going in for the check-in. And then, um, you know, he's checking me to see if I'm dilated. At that point, I was think I was at a four centimeter dilated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I start, like, leaking. Like, my water broke mid-check. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And, and you know that moment where you're like, okay, oh, shit, am I peeing? And then you try to stop <laughs> yourself warm from liquid. peeing. Yeah, and that didn't happen, and so I mean, and it's just like, yeah, coming, and so he's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm oh. like, oh, did I just pee on you? He's like, and I'm like crying because I'm embarrassed at this point. Oh and he's like, gosh. no, um, honey, your water broke, so um, <laughs> let's let this happen. So he got like a bunch of those little pads, called the nurse. They had to get towels. He's like, just if you stand up, it's all going to come out. So just let it, let it slow down. And Mm -hmm. then you guys can go ahead and go to the hospital. Now his office was attached to the hospital. So all Dustin had to do was drive around to the front of the hospital. And then, yeah. So the thing was, is that he, when I got there and I started walking in, they're like, well, what are you here for? And I'm like, well, my water broke. And so I'm going to have a baby. And they're kind of like, oh, okay. Um, And then you can see the panic in one of the nurse's faces. And she's just like, do you want a wheelchair? And granted, you know, we're wearing masks and everything. So I I had to speak up for her because I guess she really couldn't hear me. She was an older lady, bless her heart. But she looked at Dustin and goes, you can't come in with her. (gasps) What? And I was like, no. I was like, wait, what? And so she's like, no, he can't come in yet. You have to go and get it, um, get a room oh, first and then okay. they'll call him and let him in. And I'm oh, like, oh my God. Oh my God. I would have been flipping shit. It. I, that was my biggest fear. My biggest fear was that I was going to go into this birth and have this baby yeah. by myself. Like yeah. that was my number one fear was I'm going to do this alone. It's and, tough. It's tough. I, I think I've heard. I've heard birth stories where they did the same thing and um, and it's like you have to go into this whole thing by yourself until you get yeah. to a certain point and then they'll let you bring in, you know, one family member or in that case your husband. Yeah. It's it's insane. You feel like you're by yourself and you're going oh, through yeah. this and you need the support system. How dare yep. they? But I, I understand it was for COVID times. Yeah. And so they were like, well let's get your wheelchair let's get your wheelchair and I'm like it's fine like I just I need to if I sit down I'm gonna bleed or not bleed I'm gonna leak everywhere at this point I'm still leaking 
And so um, I'm like, I just, I need to get upstairs. Like I need y'all to just take me to where I can yeah. get into a bed. Yeah. So then this lady takes me to the elevators. She sends me up still by myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, if something happens in this elevator <laughs> and it breaks down and I'm mid labor. Yeah. Am I going to birth this baby by myself in a freaking elevator? Like, and then curse that didn't happen. Yeah. So I get to the front desk. They're like, how can I help you? And I'm like, okay, do y'all not communicate? <laughs> I'm having a baby, God. God damn it. Bring me yeah, into my room literally, so I can get my I'm husband like, in here. That's literally, I'm just like, look, I need you to give me a room because I need my husband to get in here. No, my doctor, bless him, he had already called and was like, hey, one of my patients just, she, she's in labor, so get her a room. They got me a room ready. Then they're like, you know, go ahead, get dressed. They called Dustin. Dustin was able to come up after like 20 minutes. Yeah. And so, um, so we were just kind of like hanging out in the room and, you know, I tried to get through as much contractions as I could because my, mm-hmm. you know, other fear was that they were saying, you know, with the epidural, you know, it slows down your labor. It does. It does longer. slow it down. Yeah. And so I'm like, great. So. I went through as much of it as I could. And Dustin yeah. was the one that was actually like, no, that's it. We're calling um, yeah. to get your epidural. We're calling the anesthesiologist. Um, yeah, because it's a so, major fear. If you, uh, yeah. if you time it correctly and you're mm-hmm. way past the point of an epidural, they won't give you one. No, <laughs> They'll be like, yeah. oh, sorry about your luck, baby girl. You're going to do it the exactly. old-fashioned way. The way God exactly. intended it. Let's go. <laughs> and I am not the one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, Okay, so I got the epidural, and then I remember I was talking to one of my friends. Get on, like, the yoga balls and help speed this. I'm like, you cannot feel anything from your waist down. Like, you're numb. That's not how this works. You can't just get out of bed. Yeah. And so, you know, a few hours go by. I was probably in labor with Elena for maybe about 10 or 12 hours, I think, almost. Yeah. 10 or 12 hours. And so... um. So I kept telling Dustin, I'm like, just get some rest because once it happens, like, it's it. It's just me and you or we don't yep. have to be able to have any family here. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, like his mom and you guys were texting him and I had already warned him. I'm like, look, that's that's on you. It's yeah. all you. You're going to have to be the one to talk to them. So, you know, um, we're just like kind of resting and I'm playing video games on my switch and he's, you know, eating and I'm hating him because he was able to eat. Oh my Um, God. And I'm just like, God, I can't like, and I remember looking at him like, can you hurry up and finish your food? Like I'm starving. And it's not like he can go out into the cafeteria and then come back in. Cause I know once you get into your room, you have to stay there and there's no going in and out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole time, you have to wear a freaking mask. So, mm-hmm. and that was the other thing that pissed me off when people would complain about, no, I can't breathe with a mask on. Okay, if you don't try understand having yeah. a baby while you're wearing a mask yeah. the entire time, don't talk to me. I commend you because I remember don't. when this whole thing uh, came out and I had to start going to the grocery store to stock up on all of our necessities. And I legit almost had a panic attack because I couldn't <laughs> freaking breathe trying it's to push hard. my cart full of yeah. groceries around. And I'm like, I can only imagine what this would feel like having a baby and not being yeah. able to breathe in fresh air. You know, you're exactly. breathing in the same air <laughs> yeah. in and out of your mask. So I commend you for that. And anyone else has done it. Yeah, for sure. And so that was the thing. So then like, it's time for me to start pushing. They're prepping me and everything. And I'm literally like in position to give birth. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor can't get a hold of him. Oh, <laughs> and I'm oh like, I do remember this. Yes. What rem- is going on? This is when you went minutes. radio silent on us and we couldn't yes. figure out what the hell was going on. Yes. And I'm just like, okay, because Dustin had took my phone away from me because he's like, I don't want anybody texting you or calling you or any of these things. So I'm just like, okay, we n- they could not get a hold of him. I say 45 minutes. It was probably honestly only 20. And well, it so it felt like 12 hours. Where was yeah, he? That the, bastard. Okay, so <laughs> he came to check me for one last time and he's like, hey, do y'all own a cat? So he's a fantastic doctor he's goofy as hell okay and but at this moment i wanted to stab him because <laughs> i'm like bro 
Where Why are you asking about are a are fucking you? cat right now? What the fuck is the matter with he you? He says, he's like, you know, my wife and I just got a cat. And <laughs> I have to go cat. get cat litter. And I'm not sure which type of cat litter to get. And I'm just looking at him like, okay. Oh my whatever. God. So he's like, so I'm going to go and buy some cat litter. And then I'll come back in a oh couple hours. God. Or I'll check in with you. He somehow or another thought he was turning on his Bluetooth on his phone. But somehow silenced it and didn't think didn't think I should probably figure out why my patient still hasn't gone into labor so his phone was on silent and they were blowing him up I remember looking at the nurse and saying how much longer do I have to wait for him because I'm about to start pushing like I can't do it anymore like at this point I don't know if it was my epidural that was wearing off or what but I could feel every contraction and I wanted to bang my head against the bed. And it was oh because God. there were back-to-back contractions. And I'm like, yeah, I can't, it was, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, of course they're back-to-back. Yeah. That's your body goes, telling you it's ready to spit this thing baby out. Exactly. So she's like, the on-call OB is standing outside your door. We're giving him two more minutes. Sure enough. Here he comes in. He's just like, all right, let's do this thing. And I'm oh, like, where have you been? Like, <laughs> Fuck and- your kitty litter. I'm yeah. going to take a dump in your fucking kitty he litter goes, right now. <laughs> he goes, so funny story. <laughs> so that you don't even care Dustin about. <laughs> was so mad. Dustin, and see, here's the thing. When I had my bleeding episode, he gave Dustin his cell phone number. So Dustin was like, I'm about to blow him up. And I'm like, it wouldn't even matter because his fucking phone was on silent. Yeah. And oh so, my yeah, God. It was like. You should give him so shit for that. Every <laughs> oh, time, we do. Oh, make sure you don't put we your do. fucking phone on silent. So yeah, that you get don't a do... flip phone so you yeah, don't have exactly. that option. Oh no. my God. Uh, and he came in, like looked at me and then kind of went and sat down. So then, then he was like, no, you're good to start pushing. Go ahead and wait for the contraction. And then the nurse was, of course, pumping me through. And 45 minutes later of pushing, because that's how long it took me to get her out. Like at this yeah. point, I'm, like towards the end, I'm just like, I can't. That's like, another I'm so thing. Tired. It I took you breathe. so long. Yeah, so you can't long. breathe. Yeah, it took you so long to push her out. And me, I remember being on the phone with mom and and she's like it it never took this long last time with Landon and I said I know I know and she goes what do you think I mean what if the baby got stuck what if the baby yeah. had the cord wrapped around what if what if what if what if all we were the going through all these scenarios and I'm like I don't know mom let's just start praying and hope to God that everything turns out good and like what if the baby came out and it wasn't breathing what if this happened in that yeah. we just we were just doing all of the what if scenarios I know. in our head and then finally I can't even remember what it was um, you know Dustin sent us a text message that the baby's finally out everything is good we're just resting now and I'm like oh my god yeah we were just like thank you it Jesus just, for letting yeah I mean it was just it was so much harder this time like with Landon, yeah. I think I had him out within three pushes. Yeah. And so, th- like with her, I'm just like, I'm like, why won't she come out? Oh my god! And so they I gave me imagine. a mirror. They went and got me a mirror because I'm like, I want to see how I'm doing. I want to see the progress, you know. And then you see her coming out, and then she just goes right back in, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Oh my no. gosh. So then they took the mirror away from me because they said it wasn't helping. So. <laughs> They put a mirror for me with with uh, Jackson, but I couldn't really see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't like lift myself up to see anything. So I'm like, oh yeah. yay, there it is. No. But I really couldn't see anything. No. So then, of course, baby's born, and yeah, now she's a year and a half, and very sassy. Started very very sassy. Already starting the no, it's mine phase right now, and so God bless That's- us into her terrible twos and I'm just gonna <sighs> sit back and watch that train wreck <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> oh god no but that's pretty much my birth story in a nutshell I mean oh that's pretty much how it is now if I were to give any advice to anybody because I did ask the other mamas this question if they could give any advice to anyone uh-huh. um, that may be listening what would it be and I think the only thing that keeps coming to my mind when I kept asking myself this question was that it's okay to not enjoy your pregnancy. It's okay to 
It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't. It does not. And I know that's because I, I mean, I am the worst pregnant person. And I know that's probably the worst thing to say because there's people out there that are like, well, you should be honored or you should be blessed. You know, you and were you able are. to get pregnant and blah. And that yeah. doesn't take away from that. But yeah. when I tell you that growing a human inside of you is hard freaking work, yeah, it hard. is hard. It's you hard. feel lonely, yeah. even though you're not alone. You mm-hmm. go through all these emotions, your body changes. And it's just, and even after you have the baby, it still doesn't get any better yeah so it doesn't it's okay it's okay if you don't enjoy it it's okay to say hey I was pregnant and it freaking sucked it yeah sucked through it's and okay. through yeah so well, that's I that would yeah. be my boy my advice yes I think that's fantastic advice because I know that women probably struggle with all sorts of different changes i mean from the moment that you conceive your baby and everything in between the good the bad the ugly yes there's plenty of ugly in there i mean i I know at least for me uh, you kind of struggle with the fact like oh my god am i really cut out for this am i going to be able to to carry this baby to full term and then do all of the things afterwards i'm like i know that uh, having a baby is a blessing and God has called you for this very, very thing, right? But God give me the strength to be able to be a, the best mom for these kids yeah. and to be able to just hold and carry these babies and and to completion, right? See it all the way right. through. Because I don't know about you, but my second baby, uh, my um, throwing up like the uh, just, what is it called? Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Just, yeah. yeah. It was so bad. There was times where I just... And I don't like to say this to a lot of people because I don't want to be judged, but yeah. it was, it's real. No, it's if a- I'm being completely honest and 100% real, I don't know if anyone else has struggled with this in the midst of my head being buried in the toilet and throw up coming out with such force that it hits mm-hmm. everything. It, it spills yeah. out of the toilet and into my hair and onto my glasses. Yeah. And onto my just face. everywhere. And those times where I was just so sick that I could not continue anymore. I was so tired just just of the entire experience, just exhausted. I'm like, I don't think I can carry this baby to full term. I don't know. I'm, I yeah. may have to terminate this pregnancy. As much of a blessing as it was, I was thinking to myself, I can't do it. I God, I, I just can't do this. I know that you, you gave me this blessing, but I don't know if I can see through to the end. And I remember yeah. sitting there on the floor with my husband, James, and I was telling him and crying and sobbing after I just puked all over myself. And I'm like, this is it. This is my rock bottom. I cannot do it anymore. And I may have to terminate this pregnancy. And I yeah. was sobbing and just crying because I felt like such a failure. And who thinks that? Like when you're, yeah. when you've gone through all of this and you, and you, it's an amazing uh, miracle that you even got pregnant that you in the middle of your pregnancy say, I can't do this anymore. I think I might have to terminate this. And we don't believe yeah. in abortion. That's just not our thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a choice no. that we would have, but uh, no. you know, just sitting there and, and you're just like, I'm a failure. I cannot do this. You, I cannot. It do makes this. you question your sanity. Like in it, it, and really it does. does. And there's people who, because I mean, we've had some of the moms that shared their story and they're like, oh no, it was a breeze for me. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, it but it's amazing. not like that for it's everybody. Really not. It isn't. It isn't so. like that. And this was my second baby, mind you. This was my second baby. And I'm sitting yeah. there like, I remember having these memories of just me just being depressed. Yeah. I've never had, I've never dealt with depression, but I was depressed and I hadn't even had the baby yet because yeah. I was just so uh, helpless and and I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. I couldn't function. I couldn't do it. I relied nope. on James's help for every little thing. Getting yeah. in and out of the shower, getting out of bed. Like I just yep. couldn't do it anymore. And I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. do it. This is it, God. This is it. I can't do it. And in, yeah. unless you give me the strength to continue, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and, and just terminate this pregnancy. But then, of course, you know, James talked me off the ledge and he's like, no, this, that's not an option for us. And I'll help you with whatever. And we can do it. You're we'll strong enough to do this. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's, those, what, and that's sorry, another thing it. that I always tell. I mean, it's one thing, and I've shared this with, again, on other episodes, that you have to have one person. And mm-hmm. I mean, even if you don't have a significant other, if you don't have, you know, the, the father of your child to be there for you every right. single day for those hard times, you have to have one person 
that will let you vent, that will let you break mm-hmm. down, that will listen and then yeah. talk you off those ledges. I know. I, cause I, I often ask him, I'm like, you know, what was your reaction when you heard me say I wanted to kill our baby, essentially? Like I wanted to abort our baby because I could not handle this anymore. And he was just like, I felt extremely bad that I couldn't take the burden off of you. And I couldn't trade sp- uh, spots with you in that moment because I knew you were broken and you couldn't continue anymore. Yeah. Uh, there was no judgment. There was no like looking like, how could you do that? How could you even think about that? What kind of mother right. are you? You know, that's what I was expecting his reaction to be but instead it was more of a loving nurturing type of like you've got this babe if anyone can do this you can do this you can do it yeah yeah you're not you needed that pep talk yeah i needed the pep talk and just like you you know what you've got this you're so strong and you yeah you can overcome this and shortly after that a few weeks after that this was like in my second trimester where this was all occurring right i mean it did not get better after the first trimester no worse yeah Um, but shortly after that, I, I think we just hit our, we were down on our knees and we were just praying, like, I, I have to be liberated from this feeling, like, now, because I'm seriously considering going to the doctor. I don't even know if you can do an abortion that late, but I don't, I don't, know. I don't think you can. Now but... you can't. Now you can't. But um, I, I think that you probably could have. This was probably when oh. I was, what, 15, 16 weeks pregnant? I think, I mean, as un, un, unimaginable as it is, I think back then you could. This was several years yeah. ago before the new abortion laws came out but yeah i i was just like i i don't know how i don't know how i'm going to continue on but he gave me the strength that i needed and i prayed and we prayed and prayed and prayed and then god just uh, you know lifted off this this horrible feeling of just uh you know always throwing up and stuff and then i started to feel much better after that and it was like yeah. a weight lifted off and then i was able to finish out the pregnancy and we have our our beautiful rambunctious little four-year-old boy running around <laughs> everywhere yeah so. no yeah. for sure i mean and it's i mean just the whole thing it's just it's not i mean so there, you know i give props to the women who are you know that they go through pregnancies like a breeze and that you know they mm-hmm. have you know no issues you never want any issues during a yeah. pregnancy ever mm-hmm. but shit's hard (laughs) it's hard regardless i mean freaking hard whether you were uh, blessed enough to have no issues which that is always good to hear that your birth story is um it's still it's still a journey it's still a magical time for a mother to be able to bring in you know a new a new life into the world yeah and um i mean it's still it's still really hard regardless and then to those moms who just have a hard hard time the very first yeah. moment of conception to the very very end where it's like I've crossed the finish line I've finished mm-hmm. the marathon and now you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor right yeah um, like literally the fruits of your labor um, it's still it's such a beautiful beautiful journey and it's mm-hmm. uh, everyone's story is so different and that's what <laughs> has me captivated about this podcast is because you get to hear how everyone um, kind of has their journey it's great great yeah, story for sure so all right. Well, I think that is all the time we have for today. Um, I'm super excited that you were able to help me do my episode today, Sissy. Such a um, pleasure. <laughs> well, we will definitely have to have you back on. Um, so now sure. that we have wrapped up um, everybody's birth stories, I'm the last one that I've got to, that I had to do. And so um, moving forward for the next episode, it's going to be... Um, probably just a couple of moms here and there on the episodes we're going to be all together. Um, it's hard to get everybody in all at once with everybody's schedules and kids and things like that. So it's really just going to be whoever is available to be on. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we'll have guests on like my sister. And then I know a few other moms as well that have reached out and have mentioned that they would love to share their story as well. So I'm super excited to get together with those ladies. Exciting. I'm anxious to hear if anyone has any stories of like postpartum depression. I know I had severe postpartum depression afterwards. These are real, real life topics that I'm sure sure. people can relate to. So I'm excited for what you guys have coming up in the future. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining in and listening um again you know the drill um follow us on spotify you can follow us on the anchor app and i believe we are on a a lot of other platforms podcast platforms that i can draw a complete blank on but 
go follow us, share us. Um, we do have a, um, an IG account. Um, I believe it's underscore quarantine mamas podcast. Um, it's the same logo we have on pretty much everything. So make sure y'all go follow us there where we do some postings and things and just reach out. If you guys are in any of those moments where you just feel like you can't do this anymore with your pregnancy, or you're just having a really hard time. Our inbox is always open. Always. There is six of us who are on this, um, right? One, two, three, four, five. Six. Yeah. Six of us who are on this podcast <laughs> that we will, one of us will respond. So awesome. reach out. Um, you know, we are here for everybody. And if there's things that you'd like to hear or topics that you want us to talk about, definitely reach out, let us know, because we love the feedback. We love to know and, um, or to hear what, what you guys want to hear. Um, and then if you want to join in on the podcast or want to be a guest star on one of the, the episodes, let us know. Cause we love having people on, um, other than just ourselves. So thank you all. Um, Sissy, again, it's been a pleasure. Um, yes. I had fun. It was great. <laughs> yes. So memories. Um, yeah. Right. Cross this off the bucket list. Yay. Um. But awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys later, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Yes. Bye. Nice chatting with everyone. Bye. Bye.